Welcome back to In the Trenches podcast, the podcast by youth pastors for youth pastors. In today's episode, Charlie, Elliot, and Gary are going to give you a couple tips and tricks for getting you through the summer. What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are doing good. This is the first episode back. This is the first episode of 2022. Hopefully, you guys had a great Christmas and a good New Year's. Hopefully, you enjoyed that intro by Elliot. You never know what kind of accent you're going to get when Elliot intros these episodes. Elliot, you bro, can that be, was Sam Elliot. You can be sure about. it's a white accent because <laughs> that's the only one I'm allowed to do. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, but Elliot Gary, man, it's glad I'm glad to be back. Glad to um, just jump on the podcast again. How have you guys been? Good, good. Spitty, busy Christmas time, but yeah, yeah, back at it. Nice, crazy, yeah, crazy. Yep. How's the How's your speaking tour going? I feel like you're like kind of famous. I feel like every week nope. you're at a different group. I'm. That's true, but I'm not famous. You're not famous. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> uh no yeah it's been fun dude it's been we did our youth alive rally mm. since the last podcast yeah, which was amazing true. um and yeah just continuing to hit the trail and go youth ministry to youth ministry it's fun yeah, yeah i enjoy it a lot yeah no we just had and yeah if you haven't already um booked elliot to come speak make sure to do that we just had him over at our youth group did an amazing job and it was uh, fun led millions of students to the lord millions yeah and <laughs> didn't preach too long he didn't that was another thing i was that was, i think that's why i enjoyed it the most was it oh. was right at like 25 minutes uh, hurtful hey but it was a it was a great message it was a great message um hey speaking of uh youth alive rally when's the next one just for all the listeners out there. yeah september so we'll do it early september we're still we'll figure out we'll get the date to you guys um asap but it will be in the beginning of september to be in line with the new school year um and that will be when the youth alive rally is from here on out there'll be no more january youth alive events um unless you want to do one at your own church but yeah i'm excited i mean we don't need to talk a yeah. ton about youth alive i mean we can this but we don't have to, we need to but be- yeah i'm i feel good because i feel like we're really developing what youth alive is we have mm-hmm. the rally we have our instagram and our discord which are both really great ways for us to connect directly with students and to do some trainings some zoom some instagram lives but a lot of what youth alive is is directly connected with your youth ministry yeah. right that's why i think it's so important for me to come out i don't need to speak i will if you want but i really want to cultivate a culture across the board of reaching our campuses which is happening so yeah Dude, that was the funniest part was yesterday so elliot came out and spoke and then like we're, we're doing a bunch of different stuff with the youth alive within our own youth ministry and i told robert which is our youth director and i was like oh yeah and they can scan this qr code and they can join the discord and i'm like do you know what a discord is because i have no idea what a discord he is. knew what it was oh 100 percent. Right? and i'm yeah. like see this is why i'm not the youth pastor a anymore. discord is that the knot that we tied it <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a messaging system do you know what discord is of course. I was just making sure it wasn't just like your team putting it together. I mean, I don't run it, but yeah, <laughs> I do know what it is. It's just a messaging app. Pretty simple. There it is. 
Um, but today, for all the listeners out there, we just wanted to jump back on here and um, just hit the ground running in 2022 and hopefully get you guys set up with um, just some, like Elliot said in his country accent, mm-hmm. um, some tips and tricks. Um, and really, these are just things that we've seen um, work well within youth ministry over the past few years and really um, how to plan out the rest of uh, your beginning of the year, maybe even all the way up into summer. And before we do that, though, I do want to um, highlight one event that is coming up um and i believe may 6th may and 7th. 6th and 7th youth convention is back and i'm going to toss that to gary really quick and he can kind of share a little bit more about that if there's any more to share about that yeah we're down in san diego at the town and country again and uh unfortunately because of some different circumstances normally it'll be a three-day event um but for this year only it's a two-day event so may 6th and 7th friday night and uh saturday um, we'll go from morning till about five o'clock and we've got some great speakers lined up already um, and really looking forward to to being all together. So it's going to be it is going to be youth convention as you know it, yeah. even though we're missing one day, it will still be full blown youth convention. If you really yeah. look at it, we're only missing one service um, on that Sunday morning. Yeah. Other than that, um, me and Elliot are going to be there hosting. Uh, we have uh, our worship team from camp. So that nice. whole crew, DJ and the team, are going to be leading worship. Yeah. Um, we'll have um, some fun stuff going Friday night. We've got some big giveaways that we're yeah. going to be doing. Um, it's going to be the, awesome. All the services to miss. It's the Sunday morning. Everyone's asleep in that service. People di- ditch on that service anyways. I wish we were having three days, and we'll get back to doing that. But it's going to be fine. Yeah. I doubt you'll even notice. Yeah, I would encourage youth pastors, don't miss out on this. Don't. I know it's a long drive, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Your students are going to leave impacted, changed, experienced. Um, you, you don't want your students not to be a part of this. So yeah. it's worth doing it. And I know it's really close to camp, um, but I promise you we are going to get the cheapest prices possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, if you're a youth pastor and you're wanting to do both, um, start planning youth convention now. Start collecting yeah. money in March for youth convention. So that way when it comes time to promo camp, um, you know, all that money's already been turned in. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a double hit. So it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, and that's a huge one. Even like as we're talking about um, really kind of the planning all the way up until, until summer is we're starting next week promoting youth convention yeah. and, and starting collecting money once Smart. March hits. March hits just because of um, just how close they are, but so all of our students can be able to go. Because really, I think that's a huge benefit for you guys as youth pastors that are listening to be able to do exactly that because you don't want your students to have to choose, oh, should I go to youth convention or should I go to summer camp because of how close they are. But like Gary said, just planning that out yeah. um, a little bit further. But right now, um, I'd like to just open the floor and kind of share as uh, some of us, if you're listening, maybe you've already planned out a few different events or maybe you planned out um, a few series. Maybe that's going to be leading you into summer and if you haven't you're in luck because um we're going to go over some of those um some series ideas some event ideas and just um times that can get us through all the way into summer and so i just want to open the floor and just let uh you guys kind of share and i'll share too of some series some events um i know for us um since we haven't done a uh a winter camp um i think i personally love winter camp i know some people don't care for winter camps but um what we are doing is um, to have, I've always been told, um, I, don't, I can't even remember who told me, but to have three big events, 
throughout the year. Um, luckily for the SoCal region and really anybody, you have youth convention already yeah. planned out for you and you have summer camp planned out for you. Um, and so one thing that we like to do is do lock-ins. And again, if you're a youth Ooh, pastor, gosh. you probably just cringed right now a little bit. But the nice part is I'm not a youth pastor anymore. I get to oversee them. And so I get to leave midway through the night. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we've planned a, uh, a lock-in for uh, February and just kind of it's pretty much free it's 10 bucks not free i guess but it's 10 bucks pays for other food and to me that's something huge for students especially as we've probably taken breaks from the christmas to new years and uh, the students are searching the students are wanting something outside of wednesday nights and so what we've done is just had a lock-in and it's very very inexpensive um and i feel like that's sh shown so much benefit towards um, our youth group when it comes to planning and comes to having events because I feel like students seek for um, ways of inviting students outside of their own Wednesday or Tuesday or Thursday nights whenever you guys meet. And I think doing those types of things, it still gets students onto the church campus that maybe have never been there and um, just gives them an opportunity to invite people. Yeah. No, I think winter is a good opportunity to do some type of event yeah. on your own. What I love about us, the SoCal Network, is we do these events um for collaboration and ultimately to take a little bit of the burden off of you as the youth pastor because doing your own event sounds good and sounds fun until you have to do it yeah um, oh yeah and so like the logistics of putting a camp together and you know you got to pay for all that you got to take care of all that you got to get the speaker you got to get the equipment you you know like there's so many things you might not even know and that's hopefully the goal that when you come to our event there's things you're not even worried about or thinking about because yeah. we took care of it um but winter is a good time, whether it's in, you know, January or February or, or whenever. I know people, they will go and take their kids on a retreat or do a lock in or just something to produce a community that is inside of your church. That yeah. is just you guys. That is um, I think that's a smart idea doing something. I don't think it's a smart idea to do a lock in. <laughs> it's never a smart idea to do a lock in. But doing something like that is winter is a good time for that for sure. Or even a leader retreat, doing something, utilizing yeah. the time, you know, um, to really pour into your group and invest in your team. Yeah, and I even like what you just said right now, like a leader retreat in, in, in that aspect of pouring into your leaders in this time, too. Because now it's like, all right, at the beginning of the year, there's a fresh vision, there's a fresh start. Um, but yeah. making sure your leaders are when, For the youth pastors listening, when's the last time yeah. you sat down with just your leaders and talked vision, you know? Mm. And if it hasn't been in a while, you need to redo that. Like, yeah. uh you know, one thing I learned from Gary early on was sitting down with the leadership team at least every two years, probably yeah. now even more than that, but at least every two years, sitting down, getting a whiteboard and kind of just saying, if we were going to start a youth ministry from scratch today, what would we keep doing and what would we do differently? Mm. And, and kind of adjusting because you could get so good at just going, you know, here's what we do. We get yeah. here at this time, we set up, we tear down, you blah, blah, blah. And, and it just becomes routine rather than something you're passionate about. And so even if you don't do a whole event with your students and you're just doing something with your leadership team, um, maybe even like canceling youth one night mm -hmm. and just having your whole team come out and doing a vision casting night, yeah. it's worth it. It's, it's investment in the future of your, uh, of your group. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that whole like, that question. Like if we got to restart 
um, our youth ministry, what would we do different? Yeah. And uh, not even different, but what would you do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's great. I know for us, um, and again, this is especially at the beginning of the year, these are dates that you guys can put down on your calendars now and um, give to the team. So it's like they don't really have an excuse of why they can miss um, because you've given it to them way in advance. I know for us, we plan out um, every quarter. Every quarter we meet, we meet with um, the entire team from um, both of our campuses, and we just have like a brainstorming session. Where are we Smart. going this next quarter? What are the series we have coming up? So one, it feels like the, the leaders that are on your team know what's coming up, but two, that they're valued, and they know that they are cared for on this team, that they're not just showing up um, during the midweek because, we need an extra body but instead because they're making an impact and i think doing those types of things are going to be huge and um super impactful um planning out your year yeah i would encourage youth pastors to really um grasp the understanding and we kind of talked about it at the beginning of this this podcast is is really planning yeah mm-hmm. <coughs> and planning ahead of of really laying out even a year and and yeah. knowing when things are knowing when things are due the one thing a mistake i see a lot of youth pastors do is uh, they, they, they know when things are happening, they know when things are coming up, but they don't really plan for them. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times they're playing catch up. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, like, man, that, that, caught, that, that came out of nowhere or that surprised us or that happened faster than I thought it would. Um, really planning ahead. So if you know events are coming up and you know things have to be done, whether it's paperwork, money, um, promotion, um, the one thing I've done and, and continue to try to get people to do is to use that thing you carry around with you everywhere you go mm-hmm. in your phone and not only the calendar, but setting alerts, you know, um, I, I have a um, alarm set. If I know something's coming up, I'll actually set an alarm mm-hmm. that says, Hey, you know, a week from today, uh, you need to get the, the camp info out or yeah. whatever it might be, or you have to start, you know, collecting for this just so there's reminders because, you know, again, if we just kind of say, I got it in my head, I know when it's coming. I, I've seen through the years so many youth pastors miss deadlines or, or, or you know, again, just are they're playing from behind. Yeah. Never play from behind. You know, you're going to you're going to always be struggling. Um, plan ahead. Look ahead. Plan series ahead. Plan your summer now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you do those things. It's only going to make you better. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Mm. Wow. That's good. Who taught you that? Jesus. Um <laughs> Just came to me, but uh, no, for real though. I think that in in the excuse of just like me, well, that's not who I am. Mm. It's like that's a weak excuse, you know. Like I'm not me and Gary specifically. We connect on the fact that we're not very administrative. Like we are relational in our leadership style. It's like what if we sit down with youth pastors and they start talking about their small group curriculum, I, I want to die. I want to <laughs> leave that conversation immediately. Like it does nothing for me, but I need to learn some of that. Right. Yeah. And so like, I think you can always preparation and planning and then getting people around you who are good at that. Mm-hmm. I would highly suggest marrying someone who's good at that, but <laughs> either way, just having leaders in your corner who can keep you on track. I live and die by my calendar, like yeah. especially speaking different places. I put it in my calendar right away. So I know I can see it and just, yeah, whether it's your notes app, your calendar, your alerts, just get, you have your phone on you at all times. And so get good at planning and prepping because who wants to go week to week having to be like, oh, what are we doing again this week? We got to do it all over again. Like, so having some sort of idea, that's why series are good or even small group studies or whichever your format looks like for youth group, just having a plan in place. And then yes, for the events, I would, especially we know 
Camp and convention this year fall close together, closer than usual. And it's not impossible to do both. Mm -hmm. It's just going to take a little finesse, right? Let's pretend like there's multiple ways you could do this. You can, like Charlie's doing, start fundraising now and pretend like convention is in April. So I would even like close your, make the deadline end of March or something like that. So it's just a done deal. Does that mean if a kid wants to, you know, come to convention, you won't allow them? That's on you to decide. But I would set the deadline, do all your fundraising beforehand so that you can start talking about camp and it doesn't feel like, didn't we just give you money for this? Mm -hmm. Or you could do another option where you even talk about camp and convention together, right? We're talking tips and tricks. Maybe that's how you fundraise this year is you set one price for both. And you say, you, you do the math, you figure it out, and you say, if you're coming to both, and maybe you can even set a discount. You talk with your pastor, you talk with a business person in your church, like get creative. You yeah. do, we always say that it, when I was a youth pastor, every week we say, if if money is what's stopping you from going to this event, then put your name on the list because God is big enough to provide and every single time he would, whether that was through a member of the church donating for five students to go for free, you know, whatever that was, God always made a way and he will. Finances are the least of the the worries for us. And so I'm just saying we just have to be a little bit more prepared or else what will happen is we're going to begin to call man gary just couldn't swing it this year it was just too it just snuck up on us and it's like no it didn't it but but it didn't though like we've been talking about this for a long time um and so we just have to get better at this yeah and i think even when you were talking about um like calendars and stuff like that yeah one of the things that i found huge um starting in starting full-time ministry um was buying that yearly calendar like the oh yeah like one the you can write on yeah yeah, yeah. and Smart. i think whether you um don't have an office at the church and you work from home you still get one because you could put that up on your wall you could put that up somewhere and one thing again i don't I don't consider myself organized, but I'm, I feel like I am at the same time. I, I don't know. It's weird. But what we'll do is when we lay out our series is we go on that um, calendar and we'll highlight each like week of what that series is going to be about, yeah. what that's going to look like. So not just for myself, but for interns or for leaders when they walk in, they can look, they can see what that week is. They can see about even if they have ideas on that topic, too. Um, so it's not even just beneficial for yourself, but it's also beneficial for your team. And the other thing I want to talk about is going into calendars is whatever school district you're in, your school district has calendars on yeah, their website. look it up. And I would highly recommend downloading those, grabbing yeah. those, putting those on your calendar as well. Because once you know your school your school district's calendar, it helps out so yeah, much. Don't plan. Yeah, don't plan a big event on rival football night. You know, like yeah. it's just that's just a super that's, talk about a insider trick that's really smart everybody's school district has that and you can download it um and so then i mean we're getting real practical here but like we're coming up on february Mm -hmm. i think don't overthink when it comes to let's say a series that you're doing you know we always want to reinvent the wheel or be super creative but february is a great time to talk about um relationships i know that gary in all his years of youth ministry has has pretty much stuck to that being a time to talk about relationships and i know you have a lot of cool series and titles and and you know things you could probably give out in this but i'm just saying like we need to talk about especially with this generation what healthy relationships look like what boundaries are what identity looks like And, and i just think february is a perfect time to come back to that every single year and say, hey, we're going to take a second as a youth ministry to talk about this together, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Yeah. No. I- the other thing I'd tell youth pastors right now is to, and it comes from a conversation I just had with one of our young youth pastors a few days ago, is um, understanding what season you're in, mm-hmm. um, you, what season your youth group is in, and, and adjusting to that season, That's not huge. trying to force a season that you're not in. Yeah. Um, what good. I mean by that is if, you know, there's seasons where your youth group's going to be hopping and there's going to be a ton of students coming in. So you adjust for that to, yeah. to how do you handle this group of students. And there's other times when your youth ministry is not going to have a ton of kids. It's going to have a small group of kids. And you can either get caught up in, I need to force myself into another season. Or you can look and see and see, I have an opportunity here to really disciple this small group of students yeah, right now. True. Um, you know, and, and not to say you don't all we're always wanting to reach more students. We're always yeah. wanting to grow. But I've seen too many youth pastors that are in a different season and they get so caught up because they want to be in the season of growth and the season mm-hmm. of hype and the season of all this stuff that they're missing the beautiful season that they're yeah, in. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, you're, you're, the benefits you have mm-hmm. in that moment, you won't ever have. When, you know, there, there's new complication and new responsibility in every season. And so I think that's such a good point to just thrive in the moment that you're in and realize you're exactly where God wants for you to be. Obviously, we always want to be reaching new students, but that can look different Mm -hmm. for everybody. Um, Something I just saw yesterday and it reminded me, you want to talk about practical. Dude, invest in your junior hires, invest in your young students because they will. You want to talk about growth in your youth ministry? They will grow your youth ministry. Hundred percent. They're not afraid to invite their friends. They're actually excited about the stupid things we do, like pizza and giveaways. <laughs> They're not too cool for it. I was at a youth ministry last night, and they did a big giveaway. It was you know like a big night for them, and so they had a some of their funding that went to like a giveaway for the person who brought the most guests. You know who doesn't care about that? Seniors in high school doesn't matter how good the giveaway is they're like i don't need airpods i don't want new shoes i don't you know like it's like you're not cool bro but they're just like they're off it yeah but do you know who does care about that a seventh grade boy dude this kid he printed out flyers at his house i don't know he maybe went to kinko's i don't even know if those still exist but that dude kinko's it's like a printing printing company yeah come on dude kids today anyways they uh (laughs) I don't know where he went, but he printed out like a hundred flyers and just handed them out. Mm. You know, he's like, if they show up, what do I have to lose? I could yeah. win this gift if I don't, if if they do show up. And like 20 of his friends came to youth for the first time. And they, guess what? Those kids loved it too. Because they played nine square. They were playing, you know, like getting to play the games and they had a good time. And some of those kids raised their hands to accept Jesus into their heart that night. Like, so I'm just saying like, you want to get practical, you start pouring into the younger kids yes. in your group. That's the best thing you could do for the future of your group. Because if yeah. that, let's say that kid brings 20 of his friends and those kids stick around for the years that they're in junior high. Sure, statistically, some of them are going to fall off, mm-hmm. but you will probably get at least five of those to yeah. stay core with you throughout your whole youth ministry. And so we got to stop like being afraid to really invest in the younger kids because they're not as cool they're Mm -hmm. not as trendy they're not you know but in a lot of ways you talk about what gary's talking about the benefit is the struggle that they're going through sometimes is crazy real sometimes you talk to a junior higher and like you're like dude how you've gone through more stuff in your life than most of the grown people i know but then other times you talk to junior higher and they're like (laughs) 
I cheated on my math test. I'm going to hell. And you're like, ah, okay, I could handle this. Yeah. Like, you know, and so I'm saying like, there's a benefit in that. And yeah. so that's, that's just really practical. I was reminded of that last night. Like, yeah. dude, invest in them because they will champion your youth ministry. Oh, yeah. And I'd even encourage that too. Well, obviously for all youth pastors, but especially those that are starting off new. Um, yeah, because that is the, like you just said, Elliot, the is going to be the heart of your ministry in four, five years. You yeah. Know? Um, so that's huge. That's super huge. But even one thing going again, practical, uh, like looking at March and, um, one thing that we love to do in March is it's, um, St. Patrick's day. And, uh, uh how did I know that Charlie <laughs> celebrates St. Patrick's day? Um, <laughs> uh, and instead of doing like a night where it's like, oh, bring green or you're going to get pinched. Um, we do something we, and we should probably rename it by now, but we haven't. Um, but it's bring one green one. It sounds super cheesy and okay. it is super cheesy, but you show up, you bring a friend, you wear green, you get entered into a raffle. But on top of that, what we've done is we've added slime to it. I don't know what it is, but when you add slime into a youth night, speaking of junior high students, they love it. Yeah. They like, they're ready to get slimed. And it's so funny to me, but it's like another mini event within your own normal schedule. Yeah. Movies. And you could do, that's what we talk about the calendar. Mm -hmm. You could do that for whatever. Like if, if youth is, if you know Cinco de Mayo is coming up, yeah. uh, Charlie probably doesn't even know when that is. Uh, it's the 5th of May. And so they bring a taco person in. and all of it depends on your budget. All of it depends on like yeah. what you are able to do. Del Taco Fiesta packs. Exactly. I'm saying you can, you can spice up yeah. your youth night and add some, uh, you know, some of those moments into not every night should be like that, but yeah. having those moments where you look at the calendar and be like, we could do something fun on this night. We could switch it up on this night. Let's, you know, um, because if you don't do that, it just becomes mundane and it becomes yeah. routine. And that's what we're, you know, ultimately trying to fight against. Yeah. There's one thing, too, that we, we've done in the past that it, it's worked and hasn't worked. Again, going back to like what Gary said, it just comes within the seasons is um, when it comes to planning your Wednesday or your midweeks out, um, we kind of created like a flow chart almost of what the first week of the month is going to look like with the second week of the month and the third week and the fourth week. And it's just plug and go. And um, I think that's helped out, again, going back to seasons. It helps out in certain seasons that um, we've seen. And plus, it takes stress off of you as the youth leader or the youth pastor, where you're not sitting here trying to come up with something creative every single week. It's already yeah. there. Yeah, you could even, you want to get really into planning. You could be like, here's the game we'll do each week. You yeah, know, so yeah. I know the supplies that I need. Like, I just think preparation is one of the best things that we could do in this new year. Um, and it'll it'll make you a better youth pastor for sure yeah. like just being prepared for everything that might be coming your way you know yeah. but oh man it's been <laughs> a while i know it's dude. been way too long actually i know i miss this i do too i do too but we'll be back on track for this uh this year so keep yeah. tuning in and keep letting other youth pastors know about in the trenches yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Get um, some new guests on. Yeah. I want to be like the cool podcast that say, oh, if you shared this with, with one of your friends and they say this, then we'll give you a free Starbucks gift card. But I've never heard a podcast say that. For real? 
Gary yeah. Newhoff does it, but that's besides the point. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to In the Trenches podcast. Elliot, Gary, it's always a pleasure being with you guys. Yep. Yep. Um, like Gary said, though, we are back. It's 2022. We can't wait to see what God has in store for this podcast and for you guys. Um, go ahead. Reach out to us, though, if you have any questions or any topics that you'd like us to go over in 2022. You can reach out to us on Instagram at SoCal Youth Pastors. But other than that, we will make sure to catch you on the next podcast.